It's November 16th, 2023, and on today's episode of Comic Talk, we'll be talking about all the comics that came out this week, like Superman Lost 8 and Speed Force 1 from DC Comics, Superior Spider-Man 1 and Daredevil 3 from Marvel, Lotus Land 1 from Boom Studios, and a whole bunch more. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, with today's special guest, Maggie, aka Vegan Super Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, because here's your weekly comic book recap. Welcome to another episode of Comic Talk, is that show brought to you by The Key, where we go over each week's new comic book releases. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and if you're watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash Show or youtube.com slash Show, or you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get podcasts from. If you're listening to the podcast and you can't see our faces, uh, then you can't see me, Dimitri, uh, and you can't see my guest. We got Maggie, aka Vegan Superkick. Maggie, how's it going? everything's going pretty good how about you uh it's going good other than a little bit of technical difficulties but other than that pretty good uh it was a busy comic book week and i didn't get to read everything that i uh wanted to read um but i'm sure we both read a lot of comics more so than most people right true true that's true and that's the silver lining of it and then i just hold myself to a high standard do you hold yourself to a high standard of like why aren't you reading that many comics? Normally, I don't. And then I do this show with you and you read almost always double what I read in a week. Like you read so many comics. Is it a matter of taste, though? Or is it a matter of time? I think it's mm, for me. You might not like as many comics as me. Yeah, because I'm big time the kind of person who will read like the first couple issues of something been like, okay, I'll wait. And like when this comes out in like a collected format, I'll read it later. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. You read a lot of trades. Is that how you do it? I like to. Because I'm a fast reader. So like it's easy for me to read a whole story arc. You know what I mean? And yeah, just one thing. So like some things I'll wait. Um, is there something in particular you're waiting for right now that you're purposely letting those single issues go by? Um, I'll tell you this. I might start to wait for the immortal Thor. Yes. Mostly because I missed this week and I feel like I'll never get caught up. (laughs) I, I've fallen behind on certain comics that I'm like, I need to catch up. And then it's like, okay, do I wait for trade? Do I just binge it on a weekend? You know, that sort of thing. Uh, You just wait for the trade? Yeah. And also another one too, like probably the first one that I should have said, the ongoing Miles Morales run. It's so good. I know. And I have like deep regret over not picking it up. Mm -hmm. And by the time I heard how good it was, it was six, seven issues in. So I just figured I would wait. Never... I Never know. bet against Miles. I His know. comics have been really good, you know, I, just in general. I'm excited to to read what's going on. I've I've heard nothing but good things about it. I just, I don't know where I was, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you disappeared. And life went on without you, you know? The world lived as you stayed frozen. <laughs> um, But it is a really good one. Miles, uh, the Miles comic is really good. Though I can't remember the last time I read it. 
I, I am up to date, but I don't remember what week it comes out on. Mm-hmm. Do you know, did it, was there a recent week that it was out? Not that I like, can did think it come of. out recently. Cause they had the whole carnage thing and then, yeah. but then like, okay, I think it was a couple of weeks. So I, it probably comes out next week, you know, I'm going to check you. Sh- yeah. You check. Um, I want to shout out Comic Uprising out there. What's up to Comic Up- Uprising? First time chatter. Like, comment, subscribe, do your thing. Uh, I recognize the name Comic Uprising. Um, are you on Instagram or TikTok? Is that what it is? Because sometimes, you know, our mutuals pop up. Um, yeah, what's up, Comic Uprising? Um, what was I going to say? I mean... It's funny that we're focusing on the books that we didn't read instead of the books that we did read. And it's like, we 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 both read a lot. Uh, yeah. I am personally setting up your images. So even if, if we vamp for, you know, um, if we vamp for, you know, 30 seconds, then I can get your images put up. But like, here, here's a question for you, Maggie. Out okay. of all the books that you read, how do you figure, like once you have the stack of books, what do uh how do you choose what to read first is it the thing that you most want to read like the most anticipated do you kind of start off with something small and like kind of move your way up um manny who uh manny huntress who's you know on the show a lot he told me that he does it alphabetically because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to choose which book to read first so he just does it alphabetically and i'm like all right i mean that's a clinical way very academic way of doing things um yeah. he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings no yeah. i i can't do that um yeah if people saw the way that i kept my personal collection they would be shocked and appalled but when i like come home with a bag of new books that i want to read i usually catch up on stuff that is already ongoing mm-hmm. and from there i'll pick like what i'm most excited to read about first um, and then I save any like number ones for last because that's the beginning of a new story. It's something I'm I'm going to be excited about later. Wait, so so in the order of you do your most anticipated, you do your the rest, and then you save the number ones. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that before. Really? That sounds wild. That's wild to me. Comic have- uprising. Let us know. Is that wild? Is that weird? I have to catch up on what I've already been reading. Yeah. Because, you know, some of these books don't come out for like a month. So, like, I have to refresh. Right. You know. I mean, I get it. It's it's way more emotional than it is Manny's logical approach. So, like, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. And, like, how that works. Like, I just, I don't know. I just do my most anticipated stuff. I do the thing that I, like, really want to read and know and talk about first. Because if I save it for the end i might not get to it by showtime because we do this show every thursday uh 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern Eh, it's not much turnaround time you know no it's not i don't know how you do it i mean i don't i don't know how i do it either but i do it because you read a lot let's let's go over what we read this week then okay um let's see okay yeah uh let tell me what you read slay i've got (laughs) i've got five comics in front of me all right so be over quick i read superman lost issue number eight nice uh fantastic four number 13 Mm -hmm. 
Daredevil number three, mm-hmm. Outsiders number one, mm-hmm. and Lotus Land number one from Boom Studios. Okay. That's a yeah. good, respectable amount. I think so too. You're reading five. Uh, one, two, two are Marvel, two are DC, one's indie. Yep. Lotus Land is by who? Image? Boom. Boom. Okay. Yep. Okay. A uh, comic uprising out there says uh, that they follow writers like Wade. Like, I'm assuming Mark Wade. Okay. And like, mm-hmm. that's how you choose. But how do you choose what to read first? That's that's the big question. Um, comic uprising says, Outsiders, was it good? That's what we will find out on today's episode of Comic Talk. What we're here to talk about. Uh, I'll tell you what I read. Um, I don't have the images prepped um, yet, but I I also read Fantastic Four number 13. I read Batman and Robin number three. I read Daredevil number three. I read uh, World's Finest Teen Titans number five. I read Superman Lost eight, Uncanny Avengers four, Superior Spider-Man one, Jean Grey four, uh, Alpha Flight four. Big Game 5, that was a really important one for me to read, actually. I'll I'll get to that later. Speed Force 1, and then that might be it. There was a lot more on my list that I wanted to read, but I didn't get the chance to. Yeah, same. What was on your list to read that you didn't get the chance to? Well, like we talked about, Immortal Thor number three. Right. I wasn't able to go to the shop where I have my pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go somewhere closer because of just time. So, and they were out of it. Um, and then I plan on reading Somna from Distillery. Okay. Um, I am hashtag blessed to receive their comics in the mail from Distillery. Um, yeah to review and usually that mail is just a couple days behind so i didn't get it and then the shop i was at also didn't have it so i do plan on reading that whenever it comes in the mail thank them so much mm-hmm. whenever it comes, i am grateful they just send them out to you yeah well because you have a shop right or is it because you as a content creator it's because of me my shop doesn't do like new comics we only do like older like keys and stuff like that oh yeah. super snobby what a snob. <laughs> no, what a show off. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just waiting on that. But that looks really, really good. What does? Somna. Oh, Somna. Yeah. What is it? Is it about sleeping? Because that's what I get from the title. It is. Um, it just, it's described in three words. Folk, erotic, horror. Erotic. Yeah. Okay, horror. See, I don't, I'm not a big fan of erotic horror. I'm not a big fan of horror in general. I love horror, especially the horror comics. I love yeah. horror movies. Love it. Yeah, I love horror comics. Is it is it fair to say I don't I don't like if I'm gonna watch something horror related, I get very uncomfortable when there's a sexuality involved. So, I get like arm, uh, not Army of Darkness, Evil Dead. Yeah, but that's also sexual violence which is also kind of a different thing than sexuality right yeah but you know what i'm talking about i do like the like the sensationalized um like the glorification of 
violence, like the sexiness of violence is I don't yet or the I, violence of sexiness. I don't know which which way, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah it, it just it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm fine with one or the other, though I'm not a big horror person, but when I do partake in horror, um, I like it to not have violence, se- like sex sexual violence or you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's not really my thing. But yeah, for sure. But Somna, though, have you been hearing good things? I have. And it looks, I don't know. It just looks like the art. I'm trying to remember. It was uh, Tula Lote. And who else? Becky Cloonan, maybe? Uh huh. Somna. Yes. Uh, follows one woman's descent into an erotic escape from the confines of her puritanical world. So mm. just, yeah. Okay. It's giving Midsummer. Is that and, what it's giving? Yeah, that's. It says for fans of The Witch and Midsummer, so I'm. I'm here for it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Comic Uprising says, "Geez, man, you are a beast." To me, thank you. I wish I wasn't. I wish I liked less things in life. <laughs> and I think that that might be my lesson. I I want to be, you know, I want to like everything because I I find a lot. Like I just I don't know. I like a lot of things, and that is my downfall. Because if I liked less things, I'd be spread less thin. Well, you're a big DC guy, right? Like I'm also a big Marvel guy. I'm big DC are... and Marvel. You know. I'm a big X Men guy. That's like my big thing. Is like always so many X titles going, and then DC is just really good right now. DC is so good. Yeah. Like that's why I just I don't want I don't like when people talk bad about DC comics because um, DC has like DC comics are really good, and and every so often they'll be like you know company wide problems with Marvel and DC like they'll push something weird and it'll be like why are you doing that um but for the most part like dc comics is amazing the movies and stuff uh, hit or miss we're getting there you know i mean i have hope right yeah i mean hopefully yeah but like i don't know But, but then i also am like i like both i like marvel and dc so it just kind of sucks Imagine if I was really into all these indies too, which you guys are all always trying to get me into. And I can't believe you're not. There's so much, like, there's always, I feel like I pick up an indie book at least one a week. It, it It's tough. Okay, so I don't know if I told you, when I was a kid and I would uh, play video games, I didn't want to spend my money, my hard-earned money or like my birthday money or whatever. If I could only get one game, I have to do it with something that like has brand name recognition for me, you know, an IP of some sort. And because of that, like, I, I mean, yeah, sure. Maybe I got a lot of like bad comic book related video games, but then, and I, and I missed out on like games like Uncharted, but at least I knew what I was getting myself into. Right. It's kind of like that indie comics. I don't know. It's a dice roll. I could see that. I think for me, it's like a brand. Like I will read pretty much any number one that Boom Studios puts out because 
there's like a 70% chance I'm going to follow it through. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I I like, I like image. I do. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. What, what's your pick of the week? What's your number? Wait, well, uh, yeah. I want to know your pick of the week. And then I want to know whether that was the first book you read. Oh, um, okay. Here's where it gets a little weird. Mm. Actually, you read me. This is the most correct read. I think I'm going to put Lotus Land as my pick of the week. Okay. Um, Issue number one, Boom Mm -hmm. Studios. Yes, it was the first issue I read this week. Because it was the most anticipated? Not particularly. I'll tell you, I have been really, really busy with work. And so I've had this bad habit the last couple of weeks of buying my pool and then not reading it. So mm-hmm. I, I had to catch up on a couple issues of Fantastic Four before this one. And I also had to read issues, I think, six and seven of Superman Lost as well before yeah. I read eight. So I spent today catching up on those two. However, I would have read Superman Lost first. Was I up to date? Um but I did read Lotus Land first, and I do think it was my pick of the week because I feel like it was a pretty strong first issue. So it's by Boom Studios. What's it about? Um, it is it's pretty heavy on the mystery in this first issue, but we have So you don't even know what it's about. No, <laughs> it's, I do. it's like sum up I the first do. issue. It's a mystery. That's part of the mystery. Nobody knows. Um yeah. <laughs> so it's it's about this guy who is like a like a, a retired um like a private eye kind of bounty hunter situation and okay. this dystopian land that he's from or lives right outside of they've had like a system hack and he's like the only guy who can figure out who hacked it and um but like the the mysterious weird part about it is he has this son who is obviously like half human and then half something else uh which i believe is affected by this system hack so like his son as well as these other people involved you know in this town or whatever yeah are kind of at stake so like they set the stakes pretty high for issue number one if that makes yeah. sense it's really good though like i i like a little whodunit kind of situation Right. Do you like noir? Is like that a like noir kind of stories? Yeah, I okay. could say yeah. I would say yes to that. Okay. Um. Now somebody could be watching and be like, "She's insane." That's not what this was about at all. But that's what you gathered. That's what I gathered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good time. Can't wait for number two. Okay. All right. Yeah. Lotus Land number one. Okay. And then what if you normally save your number ones for later? Why'd you read this one first? Because I had so much catching up to do on With Superman Lost. The other ones. Yeah. And Fantastic Four also? Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. I had to read, I think, 10, 11, and 12 yeah. before I got to 13 today. I'm surprised Daredevil wasn't, wasn't your top. We can talk about this. Okay. I, I knew that it would just be fine. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I think I read it last. Okay. We'll, 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 we will, we will talk about it. Um, there were uh, a couple good things that came out. Okay. Uh, the, the, the problem with me and like what I read is what were the actual, what was the actual best book or what did I just like love the most? Mm-hmm. And that's also my commentary on reading Mark Miller's books because that's Mark Miller. It's like, is it the best? No. But did I have a like a damn good time reading his books? Yes. Yes. So if I was going to say, mm, no, I won't, I won't give Mark Miller the, I won't give, no, I'm not going to give him pick of the week. But I will say that uh, uh, my pick of the week, then, oof, I'm going to just say Superior Spider-Man number one. Oh, okay. Um. So did you read the original Superior Spider-Man run? No. The old one that uh, had Dr. Octopus take over Peter Parker? That no, thing? I've, I've never read it. Um, I'm familiar with. Is it before your time? Uh. It's before my comic reading time, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. You know me. I'm I am shamelessly only a few years in the game. No, and that's okay. I'm not yeah. I'm not shaming your shameless self. Um I'm sure I haven't. You know what I mean? It's probably yeah. around here. So but... it's funny because so like my history with comics is that like a lot of the stuff I know from before I was like really 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 reading comics i used to subscribe to a magazine called wizard magazine and it was a magazine back in the day but they would talk about like storylines and stuff and it would be a magazine with articles and whatnot and so i kept up to date with that and like message boards and that's how i kept up with comics before i was able to read comics like monthly or weekly or whatever and then i started reading monthly or weekly or whatever but then i still know what happened back then from wizard magazine so like i get that like like you weren't there but like you must you know that like dr octopus took over peter parker's body at some point well and so my my wizard magazine quote air quotes yeah uh, for people who can't see me my wizard magazine is leaving my career to open a toy store yeah, You know what I mean? So like, I'm familiar with a lot of stuff that goes down in comics because I will literally pick up a little plastic person and be like, who's this and why? And my yeah. husband will be like, well, that's Superior Spider-Man. That's from when, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he grew up with comics. So like, he loves to be like, okay, so this weird thing happened like in the 90s or the early 2000s and like, yeah, because it's there. Um, so yeah, my, it's so weird that my knowledge of a lot of, comic book storylines comes from do they have an action figure or not which is fair i mean okay so like something that i've been just before i even get to talking about superior spider-man number one something that like i've been very like kind of upset about because it's more noticeable when companies don't do this is that you have to continuously be bringing in new consumers so Mm -hmm. even if you're coca-cola there are going to be five-year-olds that won't know Coca-Cola unless you do like the polar bear Christmas time thing or right. Like 
there are always going to be new people. And same goes with movies, the MCU as a franchise. Um, although I have hope that the MCU will, you know, continue and there's no bubble that's burst as long as you bring in new, new people. But that's why I don't want another Avengers movie just bringing back the same Avengers. Like, you got to bring in new people, you got to keep things fresh, and you got to bring in new consumers. So um, with comic books, even if it's not comic books as like a medium, those characters, how do little kids learn about these characters? They learn them from like trading cards back in the day. Not It's not so much now, um, but like action figures, um, like Marvel Snap. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you play the mobile game Marvel Snap, but like there's a, there's character there's characters that I hadn't even heard of. Like, I did not, I never knew the Infinite. Like, I don't know him. Yeah. And I've read a shit ton of comics. Also, like, cartoons, animated series. Yeah. Like oh, that. of course. Yeah. 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 You know, those are, those are the things. Care, like, yeah. So, um, so, I mean, premise of Superior Spider-Man, the original one, is that Dr. Octopus's body was, like, falling apart because he had been, like, punched and beaten up and he's just a human being with tentacle arms like he got beaten up by spider-man way too much that like now he's almost like a like a withered cocoon of a man and so he devised this thing where he was going to switch minds with peter peter would be stuck in otto's like dying body and otto would get a fresh new healthy body and so it ends up happening and they end up switching minds um and Peter and dies, and Dr. Octopus, though, gets Peter's memories. As they die, they get each other's memories. And because he gets his memories, he gets, with great power comes great responsibility. So yeah. even though he is Dr. Octopus, he's not evil, but he is arrogant and horrible, but he learns to kind of become better. Anyway, what ends up happening, the switch ends up coming back, right? They switch back later through however many weird things. And Dr. Octopus can't remember what exactly happened. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise Peter Parker's like identity would be, you know, he would know it. Anyway, so this happened back in like the, I would say like 2010-ish around that time. And so with this one though, Doc, like, even in the Superior Spider-Man number one, he doesn't switch with him yet. But what it does do is they've recently incorporated this new character called Spider-Boy. Yeah. And are you familiar with Spider-Boy? And, like, his lived experience is, like, a different... Like, he got plucked out of the timeline, right? So, like... Okay, yeah. He yeah, has yeah. a whole relationship with Peter and Peter's villains that nobody in the world remembers. Mm-hmm. right and so they show a flashback in this series i think it's a mini series it could be an ongoing i don't know they show a flashback where spider boy is spider-man's sidekick even when Otto takes over and okay. so like it shows a whole like scene like just it's just a bunch of retcons right yeah. and so like that could suck for a lot of people reading this and i get it this is not gonna be any like everybody's cup of tea but it is my cup of tea because that's what I invest in. Like I invest my mental energy into these shared universes. And like, I like Spider-Boy and I like uh, Superior Spider-Man. And like, I don't know, it worked for me. Good. I like it. Yeah. That's good. That's long story short. 
No, that's cool. I'm into that. Yeah. Um, I like Spider-Boy, though. We've talked about Spider-Boy, right? I don't think we have. No? Do you do you no. like them? Do you not like them? I'm not, like, reading any... Sp- I'm not reading any Spider-Person stuff right now. Yeah. I don't like, actually. Um, so, like, I'm aware of, you know, Spider-Boy's existence, but I don't really know too much about him. Yeah. It's essentially if Peter Parker had a sidekick, but yeah. that sidekick was kind of erased from time. So there's no records of him. There's nothing. And it's this yeah. little boy that nobody remembers. But he's had, re- like, relationships and, and like, like he knows Aunt May and Aunt May doesn't know him. And it just sucks because he's just a kid. See, that kind of bums me out. And, like, I don't know if I want to read anything like it's that. It's super sad. But... He's a good kid. Yeah. He was also experimented on by this woman named like Madame Monstra or something like that. It's like something like that. And like she splices people and animals together. And so, so this boy, Spider Boy, he was uh, spliced with a spider. So he turned, he can turn like full fanged monster like when he gets like angry. How old is he? I think he's like eight. Oh, can't do it. He's like eight or ten. Can't do it. My kid's nine. I can't. (laughs) I think it's going to bum me out. I think it's more of the orphan part that bums me out. It's that like, you know? Like nobody knows who he is. Nobody remembers him. He had a whole relationship being the sidekick of Peter that nobody knows, nobody remembers. Dude. Yeah. It's not horror based. Comic Uprising is saying I don't like horror, but and like, but like this isn't horror. It is. It's just you know, it's more sad than anything. It's still a superhero comic. Okay, well, it might be a pass for me just as a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I I I hope he gets a happy ending. You I know, hope so too. Yeah. Yeah, but it it has been sad. So. Yeah. Tell me why Daredevil 3 you thought was just going to be okay. Are you not a fan of this run? Let's talk about it. We both read it. Okay. So I think the last time I talked to you was when we did the comic book character, like deep dive on Daredevil. Yes. Yeah. And I think it was before this run started. And I basically told you that I know for a fact I'm going to be hard on this run. Yeah. Um, I think that it is okay. I think that the first issue was too much. So much stuff. And I feel like a whole story arc got put in one first issue. You, okay. That yeah. Um, so I immediately was like, mm, and I like made it through issue number two. This one kind of picked up a little bit more for me. I feel like bringing uh, Bullseye into the mix is interesting. Yeah. Um. I was just thinking that we needed to see more of him because he was in the Loki miniseries that just finished too. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't read that one. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm glad that Bullseye's around. But yeah, I'm I'm cautiously enjoying this run, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean. So Saladin Ahmed wrote the previous Miles Morales run. So when he, like, and he did a really good job. And when he ended, he, um, Chips Darsky was finishing off his run. And then he hopped into Daredevil. 
and Chip Zdarsky hopped. I mean, he took over Batman for DC Comics. I don't know what he's doing for Marvel. Do you know, is Chip doing anything else for Marvel? He's getting ready to start um, an Avengers run. Interesting. Okay. I don't uh, think, I don't remember if it's like, like full-blown Avengers or what. Is that the title? Full-blown uh, Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like Chip Zdarsky writing the Avengers. I think it's, yeah. you know, something else. But um, yeah, he's getting ready to start like an Avengers thing. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that I think that uh with a run that was as successful as Chips, it would have been okay to just let it breathe for a little bit. You know you what mean I mean? Not have a Daredevil series? Yeah, like let's just let it lie where it was, give everybody time to kind of process it and I don't know. I have I have my my issues with whatever is happening or not happening with Electra right now. Uh-huh. I, I do feel like she just kind of got pushed to the back burner. Um, yeah. So I feel like maybe like we could have let the Chip Zdarsky thing lie and done like an Electra run for a little bit. I don't know. Because they had an Electra run, but it was short lived, right? It was like three issues, and then huh. they did like the Electra 100 thing, um, which was, I think maybe Ando Senti wrote that, mm-hmm. but they put it all in like a collected edition with the Zadarsky Daredevil, um, and that was good. It definitely like highlighted the importance of her being Daredevil. Right. So, I don't know. I think that they really should have fleshed that out more. Like, they should have let her be Daredevil for a little bit, even in this run. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. watch Matt, keep tabs on Matt from afar. But, oh, well. um, Do you want to rant for, like, a minute on Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run? Yeah. All right. I'll give you. I'll give you a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to wait for you to leave. <laughs> oh, they're not. I mean, you could. You, okay. <laughs> But I do feel like, oh, man, see, I could do like an entire podcast about this because I feel like this first issue of Ahmed's Daredevil, she should have been Daredevil for much longer. And like Matt should have had his issues with, uh, you know, like being the priest and all that stuff. Like we could have also seen that part of him be developed a little bit longer over time. And I understand that time has passed between this run and the Daredevil run. But I don't know. It didn't pass for me, if that makes sense. I'm like looking over on YouTube. I also think we're a little bit behind. There we go. I don't know. I do think that the Chip Zdarsky Daredevil run is like one of the best out there i'm gonna try to find what he's writing for the avengers for when dimitri gets back let's just google it really quick chip sadarsky avengers let's see what happens avengers twilight okay Hitting stands in January. 
future. Okay. In a gleaming world of new prosperity, I bet Dimitri's going to want to hear this when we come back. Thank you, Wall Yellers Anonymous. Needed more breathing room. And I like, I don't dislike it. I feel like I critique it and it sounds like I don't like the current Daredevil run. I do. I just feel like that first issue could have been a full-blown four-issue story arc, if that makes sense. Yeah, this, I don't even really read a bunch of Avengers stuff, but I will absolutely read this. I'm going to wait until Demetri comes back to tell him about it. He's back. You actually rant or not? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Um, and I also found the the Chip Zdarsky Avengers run. It's called Avengers Twilight. Oh, yes. That's the Isn't future that? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes place in the future. It takes place at the end of the Avengers, essentially. Yeah. Steve Rogers, or Captain America is no more. Mm-hmm. It says, but Steve Rogers still exists. Uh, basically, how do you assemble Avengers in a world that doesn't want them? So yeah, I I am actually interested in that. Um, he's also is he writing Beast World or no? Because DC Comics is doing a big old event called Beast World. I don't know. Um. Uh, I was like buying his Batman run, but I got to be honest with you. I no, it's Tom that. Taylor's Beast World. Okay. Okay. That it sounds more familiar. What were you saying though? Um, that I was buying his Batman run and I know that he was kind of working with Becky Cloonan, maybe mm-hmm. the big Gotham War thing. Um, but I haven't been reading that. Gotham War was not good. We, we, Teeny Howard, it. that's who it was. Oh, Teeny Howard. Yeah. We, we, Gotham, yeah, Gotham War. Uh, I don't know. Um, shout out to Wall Yellers Anonymous uh, on YouTube. I agree. Needed more breathing room. Yes, they was were... that about Gotham War? They were on that quick with that comment. No, 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 no. That was about oh. uh, um, the first issue of Daredevil. Oh, okay. Were you? Oh, is that with part of your rant? It was in the middle of my rant. I was like, oh, okay. I was just talking to the void, telling YouTube that I needed someone to validate me because you weren't yeah. there. But um... I wasn't there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, the the new run is kind of weird, but also I don't blame Saladin because the way Chip Zdarsky ended it was like Father Matt and that whole thing. And I'm like, ah, how do you, how do you take it from there with the way he ended it? Ah, okay. Mm. He did, but also like... If you remember, the very last panels are him like hearing something yeah. and like, picking up the thing. So like the decision was already made. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like at the end of the thing. So, but like you have to keep him as a like whose choice was it to make him father Matt and that? Back. Yeah, you know, because I feel like in the first issue of Ahmed's run, mm-hmm. it's like I'm a full blown priest and now I remember all these things, but yeah. it's so a little bit of mm, like inconsistencies there yeah i don't know though i'm not like i said i i could pick it apart if i really really thought about it but i'm just gonna read it because daredevil is one of my favorite characters yeah and you know see how it goes 
Um, okay. I mean, that's Daredevil three. I wanna you. I I I. Are you familiar with Mark Miller? Yeah. Have you read his stuff? I get. I feel like we've talked about this before. Like, I guess. Um, did we talk about this before Big Game was coming out? Because it was a big crossover event, and the question is like, how does all this stuff cross over? Have we talked about this? No, I haven't seen you in a while. When it, I haven't. Is that what it is? Is that why there's a disconnect? Because I feel like I was like, when was the last time you were on? Has it been a while? I wasn't in. I did not come on in October at all. Yeah. And then when I saw you before, we did just the full blown Daredevil character. So that's what it is. Okay. I haven't done a comic talk in, I don't know. A long time. Long time. But no, I don't know anything about the. Okay. Big game. Okay. So here's the thing about big game. Mark Miller, the writer, he has worked on numerous miniseries throughout his tenure as a writer um Mm -hmm. and like we're talking he wrote kingsman he wrote kick-ass right he wrote he wrote all those all those books he wrote jupiter's legacy jupiter's circle um he wrote you know like like a bunch of those those books chrononauts they were all premise-based books and he would just write six issues and boom bada bing bada boom they're over with uh they're pretty self-contained he wrote wanted he wrote Nemesis, you know, he he wrote all these books that were not linkable whatsoever. They did not take place in the same universe at all. He wrote The Magic Order, you know, I mean, I can still, yeah, I can keep keep rattling off like all the different things he wrote, but they weren't linked. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening at the end of the most recent Nemesis book, Nemesis Reloaded, is that there's this, there's this Nemesis story and then there's like, a B plot where it was like, whatever happened to the lost president? And it's like, what's the lost president? What does this mean? There's like this weird mystery. And then also for a book that even though Nemesis is over the top, it never had magic in it. But then they start incorporating some like supernatural stuff. So then it's like, where is it going with this? Turns out that all his books are connected. And I think he just, he just made it after the fact he made them all connected. But they are all connected. Huh. Basically, the plot of Wanted, the original plot of Wanted, the books, is that all the supervillains in the world team up against all the heroes and they kill all the heroes and they erase the world's memory that the heroes ever existed. So in people's minds, they've always lived on a world that has no powers, a world like ours, right? And like, like, they've erased memory because they beat the kid the they beat the heroes in the 80s and now the supervillains live like the illuminati like sure there are powers but like really they're just like they've divvied up the world and they've been running the world for decades so in nemesis they bring that up and so essentially stating that like there's a new wave of heroes that start with kick-ass and like Slowly but certainly, people are getting powers again. So they need to do another call of, like, they need to kill all the heroes again. But now there's characters from these books that we've read for, you know, Mark Miller's books. And Mm -hmm. so, like, even Kingsman takes place in this world. The secret agent organization. And it's like, okay, 
that also takes place in the same world as Kick-Ass. So how does it feel to be like already so plugged in? It only works because I am who I am and I've been reading Mark Miller for like decades now. So like, because I was reading this and I think it only works for people like me. This whole crossover event, like they brought in everything that Miller has ever written. Like (laughs) he even, he wrote a book about like heaven, Mm -hmm. like where heaven is this fantasy world. Like it's this like fantasy planet. And like when you, that's where you go when you die. And like, like he even incorporates that. Like literally everything he's ever written that isn't Marvel or DC, because he's written a lot for Marvel and DC. Anything he hasn't written, he has incorporated into big game. And so it only works though if you if you have read all the stuff, because a lot of the time they'll do a thing where they'll be like, well, check out this guy behind me. He's going to kick your ass. And there'll be some random guy from, from a book and he'll come and have like a part of a page fighting people. But like, there's way too many characters in big game to really put a lot of time like into a specific character. Yeah. So it's a little tough in that respect. But it ended it. Big game five ends the miniseries and they leave some things open. And I don't know where he goes from here whether he's just going to start writing in his what's called Miller world. Right. Like that's his company. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but it was cool. I don't like. It sounds very specific to you and I'm, I'm genuinely happy for you. Yeah. It, it, it It's like the most, it's the ultimate crossover because it's not in a universe you thought was a shared universe. Right. You didn't expect it. So like, not until that issue of Nemesis came out. And I was like, holy shit, that's how they're doing everything? That is interesting. It's weird. I do, I do wonder if he was like, hmm, people have been buying these. So like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I should just like throw this one little tidbit in there and it, just it buy was, it all together. I mean, the art's great. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, um, grandiose. Here's here's also a thing. Are you, you're familiar with Kick-Ass, right? Okay, you've seen the movie, I'm assuming? Have you read the comic? I haven't read the comic. Okay, it's okay. I mean, Mark Miller is very shock value a lot of the time, but, like, I think he comes from a good place. Yeah. Um, But if you must know, Dave, the main character of Kick-Ass, they're, like, these magic users come at the end of Big Game 5, and they essentially say that, like, they they say that, like, you might have tipped the scales with probability. Like, the way that magic works is that, like, even though he was a non-powered hero, like, just by getting up and being in costume might have broken the doors open for, like, other more strange things. And so, in the end, he gets powers. Okay. And so, he's America's ambassador there's a book series called the ambassadors where one person from like from a couple of different countries get to be the ambassador like a superpowered ambassador team and so dave at the end gets powers and he's america's ambassador it sounds like far more intricate than i expected it to be when you first started telling me about this because there's so many books yeah there's a book (laughs) called chrononauts 
that is all about time travelers. That's a big part of this book. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously that would make sense. Yeah. And it's just, but the fact is like the character from Kick-Ass now has powers. And I thought it was nice. You know, just a nice kind of thing for the character. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, But I don't know where it's going from here. He has a couple other, he has a couple books that he, that like have just come out like before this crossover that I think will also continue. Mm -hmm. But I don't know where it's going to go from here. That's exciting though. Yeah. I might be one of the few people. (laughs) You know? He's got you. Yeah. He has me. Um, have you been liking Superman Lost? This issue was like eh, meh for me. Uh you know, I have I'm concerned that there's only two issues left. There's three wait, is it ten? Oh, is it ten issues or twelve? I'm like 90% sure. Oh, it is. It is ten issues. Yeah, you're right. There's only two issues left. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we have a lot to wrap up in two issues. I don't know. I it I almost stopped reading when there was like the implication that he may have had an affair. He didn't and though. I know he didn't, but like they really made me think that maybe he would have. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Um I mean, I'm going to be in his defense. He's tw- how many decades lost is he? I think it was I think it was 20 years. Okay. Is that an affair? I mean, he wasn't dead. Wait, you're telling me if a man is stranded on an island for decades. Are we going to have a a, a conversation about morality? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. If if I if I had a wife, if I had a wife, um, and she for some reason was presumed dead, stranded on another in an on an island with some guy. I'm not, I'm hoping she didn't just jump right to it, but like after 20 years, I'd cut her some slack. I wouldn't. You, what? Mm-hmm. What? I wouldn't. I, w- I hope my husband's in the house watching this right now. I would not cut slack. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't. I, I would, I would hope that somebody would cut you slack. I, I I feel like slack should be cut both ways. I don't need slack. I'm a Capricorn. I am so loyal. Did you, did you, slack. did you, I don't care if you're a cornucopia. <laughs> Here's the deal. Have you seen Castaway? Yeah. Do you hate his wife for like thinking he was dead and getting remarried or whatever? I feel, okay. <laughs> well, no, I feel like that's different though, because he was gone. Uh-huh. I feel like in if you're going to mirror that instance to this situation, then it would be Lois who like almost had an affair. Yeah, but for Lois, no time passed. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. It was only like a day. Yeah. Either way. No. Wait, so but the, the wife in Castaway, she thought he was dead. Well, that's different because she thought he was dead. Okay, so you're saying Superman knows that Lois is alive on the other side of the galaxy, and then 20 years later, he has not gotten back to her. So it's okay for him to potentially? He's stranded with no way home. 
I don't know about that one. What? I don't think Lois would cut him slack. I think that if he came home and was like, yep, sorry, me and this lady in space, uh-huh. she'd be like, pack your shit, Superman. No, I think she would cut him slack, but she wouldn't expect him to. Like, in other words, he would come back and he'd be like, I didn't cheat on you. And she's like, that's my boy. But then if he came like back, then she'd be like, oh, that's only human. Hmm. 20 mm-hmm. years stranded not that long people go to jail for longer than that and wait for their if I'm i just... went if i went to jail for 20 years my I'm, not, point... I'm not coming back a nun my oh my god my point is i almost checked out of the series because i feel like personally yeah in a fair is just cheap writing no i agree like that you know what i mean because it's shock valiant to us time doesn't move obviously with us reading it so i get that yeah and also like it's such a um a monumental relationship in Mm -hmm. comic books you know what i mean um so if if that had happened i would have checked out but um because i feel like there's much more interesting ways to write a story about superman being lost in space i feel like it's more of a betrayal to you yeah. Like as a reader, you know what I mean? I, I'm reading it. I'm like, Clark? It's a betra- yeah, it's a betrayal to us as readers. Why Clark would cheat on Lois, which he didn't. He did like hypothetically speaking. Yeah, he did not. Right. But yeah, if that had been the way that they they had taken it, I wouldn't have read past that issue because it's just, it just feels cheap to me. Right. Um, but I I do like the series. Mm-hmm. like i said i'm just um we have two issues so yeah. let's you know two issues left and lex luther dropped a big thing last issue which was i gave lois lane cancer what yeah, just, just like the most <laughs> it's such a weird like villain um like term of uh like logistics you know what i mean like how right. how did it explain it like well if I give the love of his life cancer, he'll snap out of whatever funk he's in and come beat the shit out of me. Like, what? That's a Joker thing, right? Like, that didn't right, seem like, like a Lex thing to do. No, it does seem like pretty... It's a pretty wild style, even for Lex <laughs> Luthor, I feel yeah. like. Um, so it is interesting, but but I feel like we've done a lot of space exploration and not a lot of, um, you know, like we're not doing a lot of cleanup. Yeah. On Earth right now, so that I, in my mind, I hope that that's what we spend these next two issues on. Because like I like that he kind of went to therapy a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and he's trying to work through it. But I would have liked to see more of that throughout. Yeah. So, but I'm, you know. This was just kind of a slow issue. So it just seemed like a down and then, but what, what are they, what are they gearing up towards? Because two issues, like this doesn't seem like the type of story that's going to end with a fight. No. So what's it going to end with? I don't know. Is he going to use the Adam's powers, shrink down, go inside Lois, kill her cancer from the inside? No, I don't think. It, I, how could this possibly end without them like overdoing it? You know, 
Yeah, because like protect my girl Lois. Yeah. Like she didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I love I love Lois. Um hey, Emma. Have you watched Superman and Lois? I haven't. You gotta. I mean, they're fin- they're gonna do their final season this year or 2024. You are not the first person to tell me to watch that like recently Mm -hmm. i mean it's you know i'm pretty publicly falling in love with superman like that's right you you have been on that journey i have been on that journey um but no i need to watch that for sure i plan on it but it's really good yeah i hope uh i hope lois doesn't do anything drastic in these next two issues but i'm gonna see is this this out of continuity this is yeah, this is just like its own thing. Has it been officially stated that it's not in continuity? I'm pretty sure it was like when they announced it. Okay. Because it's not Black Label. Uh-uh. No, it's just a 10-issue mini. Because they kept this going in the middle of Night Terrors. Yeah. There was something else that kept going, right, during Night Terrors time. You're saying it was only out of continuity stuff that went on during Night Terrors? They paused everything else. Or they wrote it into, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this had nothing to do with that. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's just like its own thing. Okay. Yeah. All in all, I'm just like, eh, what's going to be the point of this after it's all done? Just to tell a good story, but that's it? I guess so. Yeah, like everything I'm grabbing from it is just like, okay, even Superman goes through PTSD. Like, he's just like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, I don't know. And I think it, if it was about his PTSD, I, I would have hoped it would be less about him off planet and more of yeah. him here. Less about the trauma, more about the effects of it. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know either. Like, it's, I don't know. I will say this though, all of the covers and the variant covers have been just beautiful. So oh, like yeah. if not for anything else, we've got some really great covers out of it. Yeah. So I also would have liked to have a little bit more Supergirl involved in it. I feel like they kind of sprinkle her in and then they they take her away. Oh yeah. So I don't know. Um okay. Um yeah, I mean, eh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, are you reading? Are you a fan of the Flash at all? No. Okay. There's some. You can like, talk about the Flash on purpose, like on purpose, like you hate the Flash or what? I don't. Know. I don't. I don't like the Flash. I don't know. I think which Flash? I just think that the Flash is kind of a boring character. The there is a Flash that is a boring character. If it's Barry Allen, yes, he is boring. Okay, but, but Wally, Wally's a family man. Wally is the best Flash. Okay, is you can it, talk about the Flash. Is it Wally? No, now I have to convince you to get on the. <laughs> it's nothing personal against anybody. Okay. Like I just think, in general, I'm just not interested in reading Flash stuff. I don't well, know why. Wally West is the best Flash and deserves your um, affection. Okay. Um. But recently, there uh, they just released a new book. So I'm a big fan of like family books, teen books, those type of things. So I've been waiting for like 
a flash family book and like for the most part the flash main title has been a flash family book but they just released speed force number one and so speed force is the extra dimensional energy that speedsters get their powers from from. it's called the speed force the speed force but in this they're stating that wallace west kid flash and avery ho the flash of china they're about the same age and maybe romantically linked um, they call themselves as a duo speed force. Oh, and okay. so like, it's super cute. And like, they're playing video games and then Connor Kent is at their place playing video games. And like, they mentioned that like a couple other like kids, their age have video game time. And like, I thought it was really cool. And so, um, I liked this one. It was like issue one of this new run. Um, and like they introduced a teen Titans cartoon character that ha- hasn't been in the comics yet and that's mas mas imenos i don't know you you remember mas imenos from the no. teen titans cartoon they're just like two they're like white and red colored and it's two twins that can run super fast so um they introduce them in the comics and they have music meister in this comic so all in all i don't know it was a pretty good first issue it was fun. Oh, okay. I see them. I, I Google them. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that was Speed Force number one. Uh, Comic Uprising wants to know about the Outsiders book. Let's talk about the Outsiders book before. Okay. What did you think? Because I, I... I didn't read this one, actually. You didn't read it? No, I, I wanted to. Um. I'm a big fan of the Outsiders, like, the the normal team, but I don't know what this team is. Um. This is... Who is this? This Batwoman? Huh? Batwoman? It's Batwoman. Who else? Yeah, I don't know who... I don't know who these two people are on the cover. Like a new person that I don't know called Drummer. Okay. I'm trying to... Is Batwing? Batwing's in this? I don't know. Okay. Um... It was interesting. I I gotta be honest with you. I probably won't keep reading it. Okay, that's fair. So, I I hate to not have a whole lot of insight on it. Yeah, I'll have to read it and and find out more about it because like I wasn't expecting it. I don't. Um, some people look ahead at the months ahead and they like oh or like oh blah 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 comes out and like unless I hear about it as an article like being like oh they're doing blah 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 I don't look ahead. I got you. Like what's coming out. So I didn't know Speed Force One was coming out this week. I didn't know Outsiders One was coming out this week. So like I just like, oh, I was kind of a pleasant surprise. Yeah, you seemed way more excited about Speed Force. Yeah, because I, I, I love my this. speedsters. Yeah, I just grabbed this because I was like, oh, Batwoman. Yeah. In another one. I'm gonna read it. Yeah. Um it was fine. It's just like the first issue is just setting up a new team investigate they're not doing like superhero shit they're doing just like investigative um they call themselves just an organization okay. i will say so if you're into like the detective <laughs> i think that batwoman said like i'm not doing batman shit or something like that in yeah. here which was pretty funny yeah um yeah i don't know i probably won't read any more of it but i don't think it was a bad first issue i just okay I'm not emotionally com- connected to it, so I'll 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 read it and I'll continue reading it and I'll let you know if it's worth hopping back on. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fantastic Four number 13. Loved it. Did you? I love I love this run. I mean, I love this run and I like yeah. this issue, but I also felt like it was kind of standalone, right? Um, yeah, I mean it definitely didn't need to go on any longer than it did. Yeah. Because it started in issue 12. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I I don't think that dinos I don't think that dinosaur, you know, universes needs to be explored much no. farther issues but i thought it was fun and um i don't know i'm just really enjoying it like the whole thing as a whole like i just i think rushing it i need the i need to get the family back together that's the problem like i need i need franklin i need like all those people yeah i feel like we've gone on long enough and they even say in the end of this one like soon we're gonna get you know the kids and stuff back yeah yeah excuse me bless you <laughs> we're good all right Tuesday. yeah but yeah i enjoyed it did you okay. uh yeah i liked it i mean it's very it's very kind of cheesy fun right yeah and so everybody wants something different out of a fantastic four book you know so for yeah. me my favorite fantastic four runs were the jonathan hickman runs the mark wade stuff well a little bit of mark wade stuff uh i love mark wade but like i don't know whether i like like cheesy family superhero team fantastic four as much as i like family superhero team that's also doing some pretty like wild shit i got you you know yeah like it's not enough that they're a family i want to see like i don't know jonathan hickman's run of fantastic four was like one of my favorites well so now that you bring it up at the very beginning of this run, they kind of allude to something like crazy happening that split them all up. Yeah. And like, they've all kind of made their way back to each other and they've, you know, gone through this little exploration of like. That was the shunting, shunting the building forward in time. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you're right. Like it's time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we've, we've got I forgot kids. that was the reason why they haven't been brought back together. But yeah, the building hasn't appeared yet, right? It's right. hasn't been a year in their time. Yes, exactly. Um, so hopefully, I don't know if this, I guess this is an ongoing, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, because they mentioned getting back to like the Baxter building and everything. So hopefully we kind of come full circle and end that. But um, yeah. 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 We've gone on long enough without the kids and the team doing like big, big stuff. So yeah, I'm into it though. Um, Supposedly Dr. Doom is going to be playing a part with this whole X-Men stuff because he has a team of mutants that he's been that like, um, um, you know, cultivating. So he has his own like X-Men team is what they say, but it's not X-Men, but it could be demon i don't know but like uh he has mutants and like i'm interested in that part of dr doom but not necessarily what's going on right now but we'll see we'll see what happens um i'm gonna rush through some of these comics that uh i read this week that you didn't read uh batman and robin number three the art hurts my eyes a little bit because there's a lot of flare like lens flare on it Mm. but like 
it's kind of it's nice to see Bruce and Damien teaming up and like being father and son and Dave like Bruce being like Damien you got to go to high school and like Damien like I don't want to you know um but other than that it's like three issues in and like it's okay the art is good it's just very digital I don't know how to explain it I get that yeah yeah uh, World's Finest Teen Titans, uh, number five, though. Uh, Mark Wade is firing on all cylinders. His writing is really good. It just wasn't my pick of the week, but, like, it was a really good book. It should be. Like, this is going to be one of those books. This one specifically, like, might be uh, getting in trade, you know? Yeah. It's, like, one of those things. It might be better to read it all together than one at a time once a month, you know? Yeah. Um, on In the X-Men corner, I think this is... All I have is three X-Men titles I've yet to talk about. Um, Uncanny Avengers number four. We finally learn the uh, identity of Captain Krakoa. Because Captain Krakoa was a false flag kind of person. Like people think it's Cyclops, but it's not. It's a human pretending to be a mutant so that he can commit acts of terror against humans to like have people hate mutants. So Captain Krakoa, do you, you want to know the twist? It's everybody guessed it. Like I've been guessing it for months. It's Hydra Cap. So what's that? I said, that's not good. Yeah. So Hydra Cap is back, but he's different than Cap. So, so Hydra Cap is back and he's Captain Krakoa. And now everybody knows, or at least the, those characters do. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. it's it's really good book i just saw this coming from Malaway. um gene gray four ended like ended this gene gray miniseries i don't get the point of this i finished it i read it it seems pointless i don't know why it had to be i don't know it just didn't add anything i didn't know that it was only four issues i mean it just said the end question mark x-men symbol and then like that's it and i was like what's the point what's the point of these four issues a lot of these fall of x books are miniseries see i can't do that yeah because Uh, this is kind of a transitional phase right now yeah um alpha flight four was good though and alpha flight four is dealing a lot with almost like a mutant underground railroad situation So Alpha Flight's been actually a pretty good book when it comes to these Fall of X books. So that's one that I do regret. Like I thought about picking up issue one and Mm -hmm. then never did. So that's probably another one that I might will trade read at some point. It's about because they're Canadian superhero team, but then like Orcus is big in America and worldwide, but like the Canadian government agrees to to round up mutants but then they're working as double agents essentially yeah it's been pretty it's been pretty good even if you don't know very much about alpha flight care like much about them like um um, the art is really good and the writing's really good so sick that's good to know yeah yeah um maggie i want to thank you so much for for coming on the show and taking time out of your day to talk comics uh, especially with the quick turnaround that that is literally the premise of the show. <laughs> it's uh, so thank you uh, for that. Um, before we get going, Maggie, where can people find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? You can find me on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, threads, YouTube at Vegan Super Kick. Um, 
My store, Toy Vomit, is going to be at GalaxyCon in Columbus in just a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much what I got going on. Just getting ready for that. Just having a good time. So, Do you know Freddie's roommate? Yeah. Fre- uh, so Justin, Freddie is his dog. Justin is, uh, he's out in Columbus. He is. I just remembered that. Yeah. Such a nice guy. I've been I've been trying to get him to come out here, which he has been. He's been doing cons and stuff, you know, and and we're going to go to C2E2 in Chicago in 2024. So you should uh, go to that. We may, you know, we'll probably end up there for work, but. Maybe you could be working 24 seven. You could party, uh, too. <laughs> I'll try. I'll All do right. my best. All so. right um thank you so much maggie uh for coming on uh thank you uh shout out to comic uprising out there on twitch shout out to wall yellers anonymous on on youtube uh for those of you who don't know comic talk is every thursday uh 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern we do a lot of uh a lot of shows uh with comic talk it's every week and then we do the key talks on the weekends uh we're doing a lot of catch-up now that the strike's over or at least over for the time being um so we're playing catch-up so we're tackling a lot of stuff that was strike era content um if you are watching us live you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show or you were listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from apple podcasts google play soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. if you're on instagram or tiktok you can find us at the keeg show those are our two biggest social media platforms instagram and tiktok but we're also on like threads and twitter and and all that stuff at the keeg show or slash the keeg show wherever it is uh find us there like comment subscribe do your thing patreon.com slash the keeg show that is also a uh we got a patreon so if you want to give back you can give back there um that's pretty much it comic talk uh is every thursday the next keeg talks is the keeg talks blue beetle movie so we're going to talk the blue beetle movie because that came out during the strike so uh we're finally able to talk about it uh that will be this sunday at uh eight 30 yeah 8 30 pacific 11 30 eastern so it's going to be a late night show but if anyone's staying up and wants to uh listen to blue beetle stuff you can uh that's pretty much it uh comic shop locator.com that's another thing go there to find a comic shop near you uh all in all thank you guys so much for watching thank you maggie for coming on the show yet again uh i am your host dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of comic talk take care everybody bye-bye Geek News.